Oh, look at his face. That's stuck. Oh, <laughs> I was going to get a screenshot, too. Damn. All right, let's go ahead and do this. I was like, don't pretend to freeze, Malik. I'm not pretending to freeze. You always tell by the eye movement. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about um, uh, Lolo getting dragged by the cast? <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I was oh. like, Lolo. Oh, man, they, they was not playing that shit at all. No, well, she was, she's literally. I kind of want to defend her. <laughs> She's Lolo? bad sportsman, like, all over the place. It bitching. seems like she's in the wrong with this one. The more that I watch the challenge, the more I see potential rigged situations. And for a professional athlete who comes from a, it's either you're good or you're not situation, there's no rigging in your favor, I can see why you would have a negative thought on it. I, I get it. Listen, Lolo should She's have... She's a poor sport, 100%. Lolo, Lolo and Nam should have killed this entire thing, no matter what, because of the level of athletes they are. They both tanked. That is not just on the challenge guys and how they made it unfair, because she should have at least came in second in a lot of them or really close. But the point is, is she literally came in last nearly every single time. I agree with you. Yeah, but is Nam, actu- is Nam actually any good at this, at this show? Like it could be he's because he's because he's a builder. big guy with muscles. We think he's good. Like I'll look at all these guys every season that we see that are new that are big with muscles and they don't always. I pan think the out. issue it's well, more you often see Nam. they don't. Nam was doing pretty well, but I think he'd be better. It's like a turbo situation. He's better individually than in a team because I think he has communication issues. And Lolo's a freaking. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, I, I can't work well with people who are. Head I don't think cases. we can say that anymore. Well, we're not. Rec- well, we're not going to air this. No, but. we are most definitely recording. Well, we're recording, but we're not going to air it. You haven't even started. I'm going to say something started. bold. I'm going to say something bold. If Lolo was with ten of the other fourteen guys, she would be in this final right now. Hell no! Like I could list Hell ten guys no. that I think are a better partner for her and that would do better than Nam. Nam wasn't good. He just was, he's, he's pretty, so girls like him, and he's big and buff, so guys think he's tough. That's all it is. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to rhyme there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you all did. Right. But, all right. but we saw Lolo on Champs versus Pros, and, and she, she performed sucked. better. No, she, she, won, she won eliminations. She, she never got sent home. She did okay in yeah. eliminations, but look at how well she did with her team. She tanked if, if every she single time she was West, in a team. It doesn't she matter. West she was CT. with the pros because that's what she was with the pros. And she tanked every single time that they were in an elimination. Hence why they were always in elimination. All right. Like, Let's sorry. go ahead and start the show. Lolo's worthless, in my opinion. She's a good yeah. athlete, but she's not for the challenge. <laughs> All right. She's What's really good, Posters? Oh, damn. Leave her no. ass in the Olympics. You're fine. Bad fucking. Really, Tyler? Sportsmanship, bitch ass. Fuck Sorry, go ahead. Intro? All right, all right. What? You know we're recording all of this. Right? I didn't say anything. You cut him off anything. while he was starting his intro. All right, all right. Oh, it, it glitched then because there was nobody talking when I said it. My bad. <laughs> I, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges, 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 and challenges. <laughs>
good, Posterians. Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is the best of us. Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good, gang? How y'all doing tonight? Doing great. I don't think I'm the best of us. I'm like oh, the median of us. <laughs> I'm trying to be humble. I'm really trying to be humble over here, but go ahead, Becky. You can say it's me. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. man. I thought Antonio was bad. You officially going to take Antonio's spot. Something I have lived by. Oh, sorry. Something I've lived by my whole life is that if somebody leaves a compliment out there, just take it for yourself. That's just what I do. I'm humble. If someone says good job somebody else and they don't say thank you, I grab it. (laughs) I appreciate the props, but... So, we were just talking about um, Lolo getting dragged by the cast. I and Tyler really stood up to defend her, and I'm just... It's just like, why? Are, Are you just taking the opposite road here just so you have something to argue against? Or is this something you truly believe? So, okay, so it's it, it's both things, kind of, because, like, I agree that she's a poor sport. Like, that's what everybody's kind of saying, and I completely agree with it. However, I just think when you come from a background that is cut and dry, it's black and white, when you are running a race, it's start and finish, that's it. And then you go to the challenge, and there's all these hoops, and you don't know what's going on, and there's a production team. I understand the frustration, but again... She is a poor sport. I'm just kind of like playing devil's advocate. Can, wait, can I say She's that? Or is that trademark? That she lost elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> She's mad that she lost to Big T. Her big dumb ass. Oh, I lost my shoe and I couldn't get enough. I was getting dragged up. But Big T was just like, Whoop. hey, works Hate for her. some, doesn't work for others. Let's wait, go ahead did, and get into. Did you guys hear anything I said? Yes. Yeah. Parts did of it. Did you guys hear anything I said? Yeah, yeah, parts of it. We oh, just, okay. Yeah, we just uh, we just like yeah, good job, and just kept it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just up her ass because she's a real athlete. Whatever. Yeah, well, you see how real athletes gets tossed around on this shit. So when people like Mark Long <laughs> strolling the finals, <laughs> Landon goes to get a pen and just like, yeah, we're gonna fuck this guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See what happens to real athletes. Uh, one hell of an episode today. Uh, definitely, I. This one was a really good bag for me. I really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Hold on. There was episode? lots of twists and turns. It's a twisty, twerny. I episode. loved it. I loved it. I love getting getting to see the Leroy we should have been seeing. But uh, let's go ahead and get it in. Nani assures Kyle is the only guy for her. <laughs> and Left. with the. With the males left, I, like, that's kind of ridiculous. And we'll see this later on in the episode, but there has to be a better match for her besides Kyle. Leroy, <coughs> agree or disagree? I agree. I think her and Leroy would have good chemistry together, I guess. I don't know if they've ever really played together, like, as a team. I don't think they've ever done that. Um, I think they've been on alliance together, but when I look yeah, at they, it... They've always been paired up with each other. But I think she had a feeling. Well, she, I think she knew she was safe because it was a 
this next one was going to be a guy's elimination. And she just wanted to have a good time. She wanted to party with somebody that she knew was a party guy. And that's Kyle. Is it weird that my opinion on Nani is like changing with just one episode? I've thought of her in this way of, oh, she's on the cast list. Okay, she can maybe make it to fifth place or fourth place. And I've never looked at her as a true contender. And I've never looked at her as a character that I've liked. Uh, but in this episode, I liked Nani from start to finish. I like this chemistry that her and Kyle have. They do seem like this weird couple that like, love each other, but in, in public, they act like they hate each other. And it, it just works for me. It's like an old married couple that literally bicker and argue the entire time, but there's love there. Uh, I think that Nani, one thing that somebody pointed out to me that I didn't notice is Nani is not drinking as much on this season as she has in the past seasons. Probably a thing. Probably why she's had less breakdowns, even though it was said that last episode she was threatening to just bounce. But she's had less breakdowns, at least that we've seen, less big blow up fights. And I think it's because of the lack of alcohol. Maybe she should just stay away from the bottle. No sauce for her. There's also been an overall, nobody has really gotten, like, drunk. There hasn't really been any, like, real drunk incidents this season. Well, there kind of was. Fessy versus CT. They were both tipsy, Uh, I think. I don't know. Even that was was pretty lame because they pretty much uh, made cool by the end. It didn't really spiral out of control. It was kind of intense, but... Wasn't really out of control, but let's go move on to the uh, the next thing in the A block. Um, Cam made a comment that really stuck with me. That comment was um, uh, something about Fessy not thinking any girl is really good enough, except for probably Casey. Um, do you guys think that that's what Fessy thinks, or is Cam doing, doing a little bit too much right there? I think it's factual. I mean, he stole Casey uh, when he had the opportunity. The only reason he's not with her now is because she was stolen back. But yeah, with the whole situation, I think he is a little uppity. I have a feeling that this was always kind of his intention was to come back to Casey if he could. But he really discounts the other women. And mind you, are they the strongest crop of girls we've ever seen on the challenge? No, but Casey is on par with people like Cam. Amber's untested. It's just, I don't know. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I think he's he's uh he's a solo ride or die person. Like he rides for himself, he'll die for himself, and nobody else. I think everything he does is like foot and mouth, and then he's just trying to save his ass. I don't think anything he says is sincere or positive towards any of the females. I don't think he thinks any of them can keep up, uh, which makes him an idiot in my eyes because like you need a partner to win this final and we don't know what's going to happen like sure they could mix up every time but no matter what you need a partner at some point you've got to be able to work with them and i think and and you know what i i should know everything right i know all the stats if somebody can correct me on this and comments and everything i don't think a single person has been a terrible partner where like they are unable to work or do anything and won a show like, you can't, I, I can't think of a single one. No, nah, not off the top of my head, no. Yeah, no, not really. 
they they have to be at least decent enough, and then the guys can toss them on their back and drag them the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Fessy, he's just getting worse and worse and worse as the day goes on. I can't with him. He is getting pretty unlikable overall. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got some of his fans out there. I guess there's some people out there who really love the braggadocious behavior and the, I'm the, you know, I'm the big dog, the baddest one. But you know what? When it's all said and done, when he gets the finals, we've seen what he did last season. So that's what yeah. I base him on. Let's go ahead and move on to the touching Teneroni moment of, <laughs> of the day. And that's Cam and Lee's um, whole interaction inside that hot tub. How did this make you guys feel? Just watching them being really sweet to each other and bigging each other up and having a real positive, affirming, loving relationship. They've come so far. They always give me warm, fuzzy feelings when I see them together and I see the way they're interacting and them talking about their future. I just, yeah. And the, and the fact that they're able to joke about it. Wait, babe, this is your last challenge? Like, what? I think I'm the only one that knows, but <laughs> they're just cute. They know they are. I don't even think they could help it. They give me toothaches. They're just so gosh darn sweet. Tyler. Just makes everything feel real. Uh, instead of it just being like, a, you know, a reality TV con- you know, contest, a little game show, there's like a real personable like effect that we have here and that we can all relate to something like this. And it's just it's nice to see. Because when you see people that love each other like that, like they don't see it because they're just looking at each other, but you can see both their faces like glowing up while they talk to each other. It's a nice thing to see, especially when MTV throws down our faces all the negative aspects of life so much. So. Yeah. So that's a good call out. Good call out. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's calling on everybody today. <laughs> well, if you uh, also think about how far they've come, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. From Vendettas to War of the Worlds 1, where they weren't together, and all the dramas that they had both on screen and off screen, to see them kind of come full circle is They never showed her making out with Theo on the show. Because <laughs> that happened. That totally happened. But uh, hey. Come, come on. I'm pretty sure Leroy hasn't forgotten either. Hey, Leroy <laughs> came to his senses. After he saw that happening, he was like, that's my girl. It looks like a good match. Yeah. Looks like a good match. I like it. I like it. All right. Let's get uh, moving on to the juicy stuff. TJ comes in the middle of the night, wakes everybody up, says, we're going to need a person to come with us. All of the guys um, agree that they're going to go and leave their partners back at the house. The only male left at the house. CT. So stupid. Did anybody else besides me think that this was when the final was starting? Uh, no, I not no. with a rogue agent. I didn't think it was gonna happen because CT like, needs a partner. I thought it might be a purge. I honestly thought there was gonna be like some sort of a purge situation, to be honest. But I found it ridiculous that the guys are like, I'll go. I'm not gonna put your my my game well, in your hands. Nobody knew what was going to happen. And what happens? <laughs> the but games usually, are in the girls' hands. But usually when something like that happens, it means the partner is going to be buried or the partner is going to be somehow incapacitated, at least for a portion, at least just judging from the history that we have with the show. 
So the fact that no one deduced that in the moment, maybe maybe caught him off guard because it was super early. But, you know, somebody like CT should have known who didn't have to really worry about it. But Leroy and Corey should have definitely knew. They're just like, all right, if they're taking somebody, they're not taking you to go run somewhere. They're going to hold you up someplace. And then we got to come get you. So yeah. the fact that nobody got that really kind of blew my mind. I was wondering, I was like, the fuck are you guys doing? Like, are you drunk? They're going to put them. So you're, oh, uh, but you I know, know they're going to bury them. Only put them in a in a volcano. It's too cold to be buried at any place. And like, where where are they at Iceland? Yes. So today's daily is going to be called Mission Escape the Volcano. Who names this shit? Like, I understand naming shit is hard. I always <laughs> name the episode right after I, I upload it, and there's like your files uploaded, and it's like shit. I gotta come up with a name. Some of those has been really, really awesome names. Some of them has been duds. So I understand it can be hard to name this shit, but somebody said, this is going to be called Mission Escape the Volcano. Here goes why I have a problem with that. One, the name is stupid. <laughs> that name was said in a room full of people and everybody was just like, yeah, that, that's the one. <laughs> Two, they could fix it. Because we all know when TJ is saying something on location and when TJ is saying something in the studio. We can tell MTV. We know. But that's okay. We can suspend disbelief for a little bit. <laughs> What if they did fix it and it was worse? <laughs> what if it was? Oh what if it was? Uh, girls do math. Guys underground help them. Like you know, like. it's just a complete oh lack lack of uh, uh, imagination. I did not like the name of it, but mission escape the volcano. Literally should have been mission find your man. <laughs> call it mission Dante's Peak. Anything like that, or just mission. You know, just I don't know. It it just seemed. <sighs> lack of imagination and something that this this uh show never really had a problem with a lack of imagination just like get a helicopter and do some crazy shit so maybe they're running really out of ideas of what to name these things because shits be stupid and that's not the only problem i have with this daily the daily looked hard and it's grueling and this daily brings out um a lot of the finer points of being on the challenge you got puzzles and endurance not a lot of strength or anything like that but, you know, you got a five-mile run and a puzzle. But even though that's one of the best parts of it, of, of this daily, it's also one of the worst parts. It can be kind of boring to watch because they're going to run and do a puzzle. Run and do a puzzle. It'd be one thing if the puzzle was slightly more fun, but the puzzle was just a math question. And I don't give a fuck what Amber B says. That math question wasn't that hard for her to be having that amount of trouble with. I didn't even see the math question. It, uh, it wasn't even bad. It was like 987 times 17. Okay. Like something like something in that realm. Um, I suck at everything math as I am currently taking introduction to college math and I hate every second of it. I can't do that the, in my head. The time it takes to run two and a half to three miles. You can't figure that out. I mean, no, if, Here's here, real quick, because uh, math is math is subjective. Some people are good at math, some people are bad at math. Now, here's the I'm thing: I'm terrible at math and can figure that out. Here's the thing that sucked about this challenge: um, when they went down to go to the volcano underground, it was just like, "All right, I'm going down in this little elevator. All right, I'll be down in ten minutes." Like that's way too long of a gap. I feel like they had way too long of a rest time. There, the drama cut off for me as soon as I saw like how long it took Cam to get down. And it wasn't like multiple girls racing downstairs trying to fight each other 
Like I it was actually, like one at a I, time. You know, I, I challenge you there because I actually really, really like that. It really made it matter who got there first. Because whoever sure. got there first That's means fair. they're going to go down there, grab their partner, and they're out. The second person has to wait. Third person has to wait even longer. And it's going to keep them from being so close neck to neck. Two, running down a volcano probably wasn't going to happen. Well, they yeah. pro- and, and most likely that is some sightseeing thing. And it was already pre-set up like that. I mean, and rappelling down is even worse. <laughs> God forbid there's a fucking accident. And Another, we lose a challenger to lava, literally. This, the second, Wes will have to stop using that word. The second <laughs> thing that bothered me was that only the females were competing here today. It really bothered me and actually pissed me off because I knew it was a guy's elimination day. And the fact that none of their fates for a million dollars were in their actual own hands bothered me. Because let's be honest here. Maybe Amber was just mad at Fessy no longer than an episode ago. Maybe she just was like, oh, man, I can't figure out this math problem. Fessy can't win. You think she did oh. it on purpose. She looked really like, honestly, she looks like me she trying to do math. Like, she looked flustered, but I could be convinced that somebody that she hates, she partnered up with, then lost the challenge on purpose. So he had to go into elimination. And, Interesting. I mean, Why I can't think of that. I don't know. I don't know. Totally I don't think she's that good of an actress. Like that's that. something I would try and do. If I did, if, if somebody was mad, if I, if I was in that house and somebody screwed me over and sent me elimination, I'd pick them as a partner and then mess them up. So they had to go in the next time. That's exactly what I would do. But I don't think she's that smart. I, I hang on. Maybe she isn't. Maybe she isn't. But I'm just saying this challenge presented that opportunity. I don't yeah, know. but that's more. I, I will put that more in the challengers because they got to pick who can go. And if you think that really pissed you off, let Fessy be the only one running against the girls. And he fucking dusts them by a mile and a half. True. That'll really piss you off. That then is very they true. would be screaming about rig. They would be screaming about what's unfair. I wouldn't care about that because all I hear everywhere is, well, Cara Maria beat all the guys in a, in a final. Oh, Robin was the first girl done in duel two. That's all you hear. You never hear the other side of it. So and Jenny put the guys was against- the first one in uh, last Jenny season. was the first one. Put the guys against the girls. Put them up against each other. Let's do it. Like, that's what, like, go, let's, let's have a battle of the sexes season well, three. Well, listen, let me let's tell you, at the end of the day, Kara beat guys in vendettas, but she didn't necessarily beat them at a dead run. Not all of them. She did beat a few of them, even though the editing was weird. They edited it really weird. But um, she beat them really in a puzzle. That's really what happened. She beat uh, Zach by maybe 20 minutes in a puzzle, and then... Uh, Kyle by maybe 45 minutes, I think is what she said. It was like, it wasn't super bad, but. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly. and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Well, there's a couple other moments during this daily that I wanted to go over. One is a comment by Nani. She mentioned that nobody really respects her and she is consistently underrated. I think... I think Nani is respected by some of her castmates. I know some of the males have grown really, really close to her. And that's not a shot. 
but and she does have some female friendships. I don't I don't think she's disrespected in the challenge, but underrated, absolutely not. I think she's rated very fairly. Uh, a, a solid, consistent performer who doesn't quite have what it takes to put it over. She is a more fit Anissa with a, with a worse elimination record. The way some of these challengers present themselves in like confessionals, I think reflects on their social media standing. So like Nani is very big in the social media public. So while she might say she's underrated, like I'm saying she's, she's, she's on social media a lot more than some others that she sees people dog on her all the time. She may not comment on it, reflect on it, but I just said earlier in this episode that I personally don't ever think she's going to win. When I see her signed up for a season, I think at best she can make a final and get last. That's what I think her best outcome is. So I'm underrating her right away without even giving her a shot. So that's what I think she might also be talking about as well without saying it. I honestly give Nani better than a reasonable doubt of at least getting second um, or a very high third because uh, she, she is a decent competitor. She's not like an amazing competitor, but she's decent. Uh, I think that she doesn't put in as much work as she doesn't have as much stamina or endurance as other girls. Um, when she was in her prime and she was this close to beating Laurel, like 15 seconds to beating Laurel. That's when she was prime for it. And then she left the challenge for years. So I think, I think I Nani- personally, I, I kind of disagree with you. I think Nani's second act is better than everything she did in her first act. I, I think agree. these, I think these past four seasons or was it five, whatever she's done in a row are better than her first five. I, I, I performance wise, I think she's in better shape. Granted free agency, yeah, she could have won, but I think like today proved and like she almost beat Ashley in an elimination. Like if she wasn't up against Ashley last, like two seasons ago and it was anybody else, I think she would have sent any other girl home but Ashley. And that loss against Georgia, trip. you know, is hardly on her. It's not on her. It's on Wes. I mean, mm. I'll be Turbo's honest. history. Well, Turbo's amazing. <laughs> Let's all remember my amazing Turbo. I love him. But anyway, um, I think she just, she panics under pressure. She's not good in pressure situations. That's where she ends up falling apart. She just doesn't know how to handle it. So that's where, because when you're in elimination, it's super high pressure. And that's why she fails a lot of time in these eliminations because she's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> Except for the turbo one, to be honest, that one was really unfair. That was the most ridiculous <laughs> elimination ever. At the end of that was the absolute best. She just crushed her legs like, well, that, <laughs> that concludes my time here in the challenge. They had I'm to sure cut her out. <laughs> they literally had to cut her out of it. Like, Georgia literally, poop, poop, bye. It, it was, it was uh, pretty glorious. Um, second thing I want to touch not. on is Fessy just sitting there bitching about not being able to really compete and bitching about his partner, Amber. He was winning feel? with Anissa. Mm. He needs to check himself. Oh, I didn't have any decent partners. I didn't get to compete. Fuck off. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You were too pissed off about the partners that you had. And oh my God, I got stuck with Anissa. When you should have just encouraged her. And I think he would have done better if he had been more encouraging, more on her side. 
And he just was a terrible partner. I mean, Casey was happy to get stolen back by Leroy. She couldn't stand being his partner. She's like, I'll run with you in a final, but I will not be your partner on a regular day-to-day basis. Tyler, Fessy's attitude. And we had to get that that sad Fessy uh, thing <laughs> tweeting. For him just sitting there in, in, in the uh, volcano being sad as fuck was, brought me way too much joy than it should have. He's an introvert. He's just, he's an introvert, and that's why everything bad happens to him. Introverts don't go on Big Brother. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Introverts don't do reality TV. Exactly. He didn't get making in football because he was an introvert. Don't you know? Because he's an introvert. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I can't say that. <laughs> uh, Tyler, any comments on Fessy's overall behavior and attitude in the volcano? There's really, I mean, nothing else to say. Like, I think, I think he presents himself exactly how, how, how we all see him. Like, there's no, like, hidden thing. He's not hiding. Like, he's, he's an arrogant douche. That's just what he is. Like, he is. And, like, the, the thing is, is, like, it's not just, like, I'm not just saying, like, that's not, those aren't even my words, really. That I'm not calling him a douche. Uh, that, that's Kyle calling him that's a douche. so your words. No, Kyle, call, I just watched it. Kyle called him at first. I'm just telling you what people think of him. <laughs> Don't lie. And, you think he's an arrogant douche, too. Don't try uh, and be a, a devil's advocate I, I, here, sir. Now, I do think so. But, however, we have to remember the same thing that we're all bashing Lola with. Fessy came from a collegiate background. A lot of these guys. When so did a lot of the challengers. No, no. Okay, okay, Do you see okay. Corey walking around like that? Yes. He came from yes. a higher level of that, and yeah. Corey is like Corey exactly entitled. Well, that's uh, he. Well, that shit got beat out of him real quick. Come on, Come on. let's be honest. Tyb like bragging about being part of Tyb in front of everybody's face. Here's the thing. That was a lot his of second season. Collegiate athletes, they are praised. Like Fessy, I'm sure was like six foot tall when he was like ten years old. They get praised at a young age and they get like catered to and they get told they're on this pedestal and then they get older and then, you know, either you go a couple routes, you become Drew Brees and you're, you know, respectable, you become uh, Fessy and you're kind of a douche or you become Deshaun Watson and you do bad things. Like that's allegedly. the routes. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Don't forget the allegedly. That's important. But, that's, but he, so like when we're shitting on Fessy and everything, he's been told he's the cream of the crop his whole life so why wouldn't he think what he's told it's this is like psychology like if you tell somebody they're stupid their whole life they're gonna think they're stupid if you tell somebody they're great they're gonna think they're great so do i fault him no is he laying into it a little too thick yeah of course he is but after his last season he should have eaten humble pie all the way humble motherfucking pie (laughs) i am sorry he tanked his last final and he wants to talk about everybody wants to run the final with me because i'm so good no bitch you tanked you flop you are a flop bitch nobody wants to run the final very strong feelings when it comes to this flippity floppity floppity boo sorry all right let's go ahead this show is full of i I know i want more humble arrogant assholes but I want to say one more thing is that we have to remember this is an edited show and the narrative that they want to play for us will play out. And the easiest narrative for them is Big Brother is invading your, your territory and they're the bad guys. They can't make you say the shit you say in confessionals. But they can edit it so that we only they, see they their worst it, things. They, it doesn't, but you still said it. Don't fucking say it. If you don't. Listen, 
you know MTV, what they're going to do. Bunham and Murray are masterful at building narratives around what people say and to make it seem like you're saying one thing and to come off a certain way. They are the originators and they are the masters of that. I've accepted this and I judge the show based on what we are able to see and how they tell us. Of course, there's always going to be T pages and of course people are always going to come out like, oh, it didn't really go down the way they're showing it. And that's okay. It's all part of this thing that we love called the challenge. The Let's way Fessy plays it on. afterwards, though, that's what proves it to me that he's like that. I'm sorry. He plays it afterwards. That Nobody's whole thing saying he's not like On that. the after show, we agree. he totally got called out for this little love letter that he wrote to Gabby. And he's like, oh, I just said I appreciated her as a person. But yes. that whole letter was fucking lovey-dovey. I want to hang out with you after the challenge. I mean, we can make a, a go of this shit. We're going to He's get to Fessy and, and his letters. Let's go ahead and move Sorry. on. Corey and Cam, they get the win. As no shock should. there. And they immediately come up with the idea that they're going to burn Kyle. <laughs> Kyle has known this ever since, um, ever, ever since Nani picked him. He knew that he was going to be uh, the next in. Now, this, for me, is when the show gets really, really interesting <laughs> and the way this all plays out. Yes, it's so, so funny. Um, so they're going to burn Kyle. Fessy tries to get the team to vote in Lee, and that has a little bit of push to it because, right? But, but it's, it's much better chances. Um... And Casey got to pick between her partner and, and her lines. These things make for a very interesting situation. When we get to the club, Lee asked for Casey's vote. And then Fessy asked for Casey's vote. Casey knows it's going to come down for her. Casey finesses it, which is like, man, maybe this is time for you to go in, take control of your, of your whole thing. So there's that aspect of it. And then Lee and them come up with one help of a uh, a situation and they're going to get cam to burn Corey. that'll get kyle's vote and keep kyle safe so a whole lot going on and oh, these God. besides the actual competition these are my very favorite parts that and, and and this is something that the gold skull has taken away that mad scramble to stay safe the politics so of it all of, Yes, the 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 so much of the magic of the show is in this. So this was everything for me. Uh, acting like we don't know how this all is going to turn out. What do you guys think is the correct strategy to take? I'm shocked that they even agreed to this. That they were actually going to gonna exactly to to burn Corey, like, mm. and to do that. I mean. Nobody's done it. So it's kind of would be interesting to see what would happen when it was a gridlock situation, if they would be forced to come down or if it was a situation where, um, you know, they would just be like, okay, we're going with the girl vote or just the guy vote. So, I mean, it would have been interesting to see how it was played out if that situation happened. But the thing about it is no matter what, someone was going to get burned. Uh, and it's really hard to predict. Um, Tyler, how would you have wanted to see this play out? Or what do you think was the correct strategy? Can I just say this is the first time 
I was excited to watch Leroy on the challenge other than like a physical aspect. Like he actually, he actually like was going to make a play and he was thinking about strategy here and he did it all without cam coming up with it first. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a great plan because it guarantees keep everybody safe. If cam doesn't really want to run with Corey, it leaves the opportunity for her to run with somebody else. Probably Leroy. Maybe Leroy. Now, here's, here's the thing that I didn't understand about it. If I was Leroy, I would have I wouldn't even came up with this plan, to be honest. I would have just voted in Kyle. I would have like said something, but because Kyle can beat Leroy in a final. So that's the whole point is getting out people that you can't beat. And so it was interesting that he was willing to get out Corey, who we don't know if he could beat. And keep Kyle, who we know Kyle can beat him in a final. No, I lied. I mean, it, the, the, no, it's all good. We got you. The correct strategy really just comes down to who do you want to see in the final and who you're really uh, voting for. I do like the fact that Lee came up with a plan that was decisive and was going to, I don't want to say hurt people but could burn some bridges and make him out to be the bad guy. But I like the way of how he's playing it. He's like, I'm going all out. Everybody's on, you know, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And I really love seeing that aspect out of him. Even though it may have been a little bit misguided with going to burn Corey, uh, but just coming up with the plan in itself and trying to see everybody implement it and shaking on it and securing it. There's an art in that. That's not always easy. Like, that's really just getting the job done and seeing it through. And I really loved, really, really loved seeing that. The strategy um, really makes me wonder if he would have. Go ahead. Sorry. 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 I just really wonder that if Bananas was on this season, would he have betrayed Bananas? I he's think he would have done everybody and their mother. And he would have had somebody else yeah. betray bananas behind his back, kind of like bananas did to Leroy. Bananas yeah. screwed over Leroy once? Yeah, if you go back to X's two, um, he convinced them to he convinced Jordan and Sarah to put in Leroy against Wes in elimination, so that way bananas wouldn't go into elimination and they could get rid of Wes. But realistically, he was still sacrificing his best friend, even though he never does that. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I completely did that. not. I'll be honest, I haven't seen that season because it looked really stupid. So. Oh, no, no. Great season. That season is amazing. That's a um, great season. There's just one episode that you kind of got to stop watching and then go to the next episode emotionally, but it's a fantastic season. Which one? Uh, it's episode three. I believe. With DM. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that one. Oh, when DM went home. Okay. No, I, I, I watched that episode just specifically because I wanted to, to see that last episode with DM. You want to torture yourself a that, little bit? That's, that season is Wes's best political game he has ever played. Oh, he got he got screwed so bad too. He got really. He was the over. only player to not the get, one, a, second he get a second chance. Only, yep. only, yeah. Even he even cried. Teresa, his <laughs> face when bananas came back out. <laughs> and bananas just rubbed it in. Look like you're seeing a ghost there. You know that braggadocio bananas voice. But let's go ahead and get back to the episode. Um, 
do you think do you think how was smart for trusting Leroy with the proposition of keeping him safe with Burning Corey? Oh. He had to. He had to. Kyle plays Okay, so Leroy took Yeah, Leroy took Kyle's strategy. Kyle's strategy in these games is very similar to Sandra from Survivor. And it doesn't matter who goes in, as long as it's not him, it does not matter. It's an anybody but me strategy. Doesn't matter if you're close to me or you're far away. As long as it's you, it doesn't matter. And Leroy used his own strategy against Kyle and just did anybody but me. And he found a way to get it so Leroy was safe. So, I mean, Kyle, Kyle had to believe him. Yes, because for Kyle, it was his only chance at, at maybe escaping elimination. What do you think, Becky? Um, I think he, well, he was clinging to the old Leroy. Leroy in himself, throughout his challenge career, correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler, hasn't really backstabbed anybody. He's, he's been pretty loyal to, for the majority of his career. I don't think I ever remember where he specifically went behind his back and said, I won't vote you in and then votes that person in. Um, it's done a lot to him, but I've never really seen him do it in particular. At least that I can remember. To be honest, and this is not a, it's going to sound like a dig. Leroy really doesn't ever have that much power in these games to ever do those things. True. So, but he now was, he has the power, so we're seeing what he can do. Like, right. He's <laughs> never the one coming up with the plan or really implementing them. Usually somebody else came up with the plan and he has a role in there and he usually just follows his role and that gets him, you know, close to a final, but he, it's misses, like, he missed out on a lot because of that. It's like what Jenna said that one season where she's like, um, I won't be robbing the bank, but I'll be in the getaway car, uh, ready to drive. <laughs> uh, but- yeah, that was, that, that was her reason Jenna why says. she was on Dirty 30. Yeah. That's <laughs> but um, so, but I, I, I think that it's because he thinks that Leroy is a trustworthy guy because he's always maintained loyalties and his word. I'm sorry, I kind of got distracted by the other portion of it, so that's what I wanted to say. That's probably why he trusted him. He's not known to be a snake. Do you guys, at the time, Fessy, you know, um, Casey has already pitched that Fessy should go in and take control of his destiny. Do you think Fessy, and, and at the time, uh, uh, um, in the moment, observation, I was thinking like, yo, why don't, you know, not so much to take, take control of, of, of your future and how your game is going to play out, but take the weight off your friend's so, uh, shoulders instead of having to make this decision, go in. You think you can beat everybody here in an elimination anyway. Like, I, I didn't understand that at first. But the best part about it was Corey putting the battery in Fessy's back to go in. And as I'm sitting there watching him talk, I'm like, Yo, Corey's talking to him like, like Fessy's one of his bitches. He needs him to do something for him. And I was dying laughing the whole entire time. I thought it was hilarious. What did you take of Corey's approach to get Fessy to put himself in for elimination? I think Corey knows him. Corey knows guys like him. They're both football players. He Corey kinda... didn't know he was going to take out uh, uh, Nelson. Don't know I him that well. I think he knows how to boost his ego. Makes him think, you know. Should have said stroke his ego. Winds like him up. It's like, what, what did Banana say? He put a quarter in Josh. He put a quarter in Fessy. 
and started his ass up. So I think that just Corey has the skills because number one, they're friends, they're alliance members, and he just knows how to boost his ego. Tyler? So I, I'm not really going to touch on that as much because what Becky said is right. It's good. I want to actually rebuttal and ask you a question, Malik, so you can yes. give an answer. Okay. Ooh. All right. So you are boys with somebody and then you both are kind of boys with somebody <laughs> and third and your third friend screws over your second friend. And then when he goes home to hang out with his, hey, go back home and you're still hanging out with your third friend. Is that still cool? Like, even though he screwed over and fucked over your other friend. Why is this still cool? Like, is I mean, we could just say Corey's being cordial and like being smart about this. But like, if I was Nelson watches at home, would you be mad about that? Like, absolutely. Corey not burning Fessy every chance that he get is a total affront to Nelson. Total affront. Uh, totally disloyal. And, you know, and most likely what's going to happen is Corey going to go back home and he's going to talk to Nelson like he talks to one of his bitches. <laughs> It's I a do what game. I to do. It I, wasn't even like that. I you know, disagree. Just, you, know, game. you know how I feel about you. You know how I feel about you. You know how we get down. We don't have to explain that. We don't have to define that. <laughs> you, know we're how, just you know how we're it just is. Talking. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I don't even like him like that. He meant nothing to me. It's only because you weren't there. You're my number one if you were there. But no, I. I but it's, it's you, a game. I disagree. I don't think Nelson's going to care. I think Nelson's going to understand that Corey's got to do what's best for his game. I, I would care so much. So much. And But you know what? I would take Corey talking fast into going to elimination as looking out for Nelson. Because you never know what could happen in there. I mean, against Kyle, I don't know. But... Let's go ahead and move on to deliberations. Hey, you never Better know. Yet, Dirty right? Nelly might have might forgive Fessy. So you never know. So during <laughs> deliberations, Fessy decides to pull out a piece of paper and read, uh, <sighs> you know, re he wanted to read the note in front of the whole class. <laughs> and the note just says, I really respect you guys. And, you know, I really look up to you guys. And I'm not really an arrogant I'm just a competitor, and nobody believed any of that shit from Jump. He immediately is called out by Cam, Leroy, and Kyle. Why does this happen? Because it's not sincere. That's the thing. Like, you can tell when someone's sincere, and that wasn't fucking sincere. It's almost as bad. Well, not as bad. Never mind. I'm not even going to equate it, because Jen's whole speech during World of Worlds <laughs> was so bad. World of, or Total Madness. Sorry, Total Madness, I think she was on. But that I was... Thought, I thought Fessy was messing with us. I thought he was just going to open up and be like, that, guys, that's what I thought. I'm like, so sorry. Us. And then he's going to be like, oh, oh, and fuck you, Kyle. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. And I was going to be like, oh, he's got some character. As soon as he started reading, I was like, that's cool. I can go, go and get a snack. I can go to the bathroom. I got like three <laughs> minutes till the entertainment comes back. It's cool. Thanks, MTV, got, for an extended commercial break. I definitely got a beer. So, I, uh, it's, just, it's just so robotic. <laughs> I am a competitor. I you know, respect you so much. And, and here's where he gold. fucked up at. Oh, man. Because, I, because did he tell anybody he was going to do that before? And if he did, who did he tell? Because I want to know why this person didn't just say, like, Nah, bro, you're tripping. Just, just speak from the they heart. They probably thought it was hilarious. Let's be honest. There's no way you're gonna let your like. Come on, 
They're gonna let him can embarrass him himself. Going up, going up to Amber B, just like, hey, can, can you read this for me real quick? Let me know if it's cool. Just say this out loud for this whole class. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was just so ridiculous. Leroy said it best. He said, just said, just come out and say that, like, I feel confident that I can win whatever elimination that I'm in. I want to go in so I can ditch my partner, grab Casey, and run a final with her. Like, just say that. Like, we already all know this. So he called it out great. That brings us to the next section. And the next, next, and the next section is going to be the elimination. As soon as we pull up, we see what's going to be. It's going to be Hall Brawl. Hold on, a second. Gonna be- Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me pull up my notebook. Let me look and let me see where. Okay, yeah. Make sure it benefits the bigger guy. Okay. I'm just making sure that's my <laughs> notes that MTV went through and they did a back to back weeks of Hall Brawl and gave the same thing to the same guy. But that's cool. All right. Keep four going. Four Hall Brawls. That doesn't, four Hall Brawls doesn't bother me. In one season. Hall Brawl is a great elimination. Yeah. Can, can, can you guys name all of Fessy's eliminations? What have they been? Hall brawls. Hall brawl, pole wrestle. Hall brawl. Hall brawl. Yeah. 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 That's it. What are the random odds that the biggest, strongest, fastest guy gets everything tailored to him every time he's in danger? That's the will of a law right there. That's exactly. <laughs> first of all, and here's the thing. That's, you know what's funny about that? That's exactly Leroy's challenge career. Do you mm. smell a conspiracy? I don't know, but two hall brawls and a pole wrestle? I guess against two guys that are smaller and well, one guy with Kyle, one hand. I don't think Kyle's that small. I didn't sleep on Nelson. Well, and, 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 and Kyle has some size to him. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got heart. He's got, he's got height. Heart. He's got heart, height, but yeah. he's not as big. Let's just be honest. Like, no. But look at the um, difference, though, between Fessy and someone like CT. I mean, yeah, Fessy was 240. Now he's down to 220, right? We saw that, right? You know? His little yeah. thing, his little stat on Devin. <laughs> oh, Devin's 210. I'm 220. Like, <laughs> so it's going to wow. be Hall Brawl. Kyle is hoping and praying that Lee and them is going to live up to the agreement, <laughs> which was made before Fessy volunteered himself in. Does Fessy volunteering himself in nullify the agreement? Or should the agreement still stand? I think. I think it nullifies in my eyes. I mean, I would have, I would have seen that and been like, "Shit, they're gonna vote me in now." Well, I Kyle mean, did live up to his end of the bargain, voted the way he said he was gonna vote, but common sense dictates this deal will not stand. And I don't think he should have felt butthurt about it. He should, as soon as, as soon as Fessy State was going in, he should have been like, "Yeah, I'm going in." <laughs> I mean, Becky, look at it this way though: like he could have voted for. Leroy, and it would have been a waste of a vote, but yeah, it w- it was nullified. At the end of the day, I wouldn't have believed it at all in the first place. Everybody and their mother was talking to Fessy about throwing himself in. Eventually, it one re- of them was going to convince him. It definitely required a lot of moving parts. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. 
And this won't be a long section that we cover, but uh, let's go ahead and get into Hobro. <laughs> uh, they start in the Hobro. Um, Fessy... Fessy fucking smashes Kyle. Just <laughs> smashes the shit out of him. Um, Kyle tries to hold on, does a pretty good job, but I mean, he goes down pretty immediately. He's just holding on. And at the end of the hall brawl, Fessy yanks his leg free, spins, and walks to the end and presses the button. Now, if Fessy ever wonders why people fucking hate him, it's because of shit like that. And then we see the broken finger. Before we get into the broken finger, on, on Kyle, mind you, I don't think any of you guys thought it would have been on, on Fessy. Uh, what did you guys make of Fessy's behavior towards the end of that hall, bro? Uh, bad sportsmanship or establishing dominance? Becky. I, I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. He is trying to establish dominance, but he's looking like a total douche, poor sport. But... <sighs> Kyle had such a bad strategy. I just can't believe the way he went into that hall brawl and the way he twist. What was he thinking? He did so well against Theo. I don't understand why he didn't do that same strategy like he did with Theo, where he almost won that, that hall Theo brawl. Theo weighs like a lot of pounds less than Fessy. And without that unforgiving anger <laughs> that comes with it. True. So Ruthlessness. I, I, okay, my sound like a conspiracy theory, so this whole, whole episode and everything. Here we go again. As I was watching it, I, I have to rewatch this because when they were kind of showing them lean their hands back and touching, they, I couldn't see whose name it was because I was just watching it and everything and it went one person the other real quick, but one of the people looked like their hand was off of it and they were already like leaning forward. Like they were just pretending to touch it looked like before the horn went. And then I saw the second person and I saw it was Kyle, whose hand was like fully pressed on. And I was like, wait a second. And then the horn blew right after that. And then I was like, did Fessy jump the gun to get a head start? Now I have to rewatch this. I, I don't have any facts behind this. I don't have Seems any like backing. Seems like something you would do. But, at, but I literally, as I watched it, I was like, why is one of their hands already off? And I just, I didn't know who it was. I was like, maybe it was Kyle. And then all of a sudden it literally zoomed out it went boom boom zoom out horn blue in his hand he was already moving forward looked like he jumped the gun but i don't know i mean it could have been the way it was edited though 100 percent, 100 percent. i i still think he would have won the elimination i really wish they would have won another round um if i mean man i i get i feel like kyle must have broke something down here from what i understand his his arm was broken somebody said he broke his arm but it looked like just his finger it's probably you, was both well it's crazy you break you break like one bone on like like the back of your hand it literally can split all the way down it's insane well i kind of understand because i had carpal tunnel i have carpal tunnel i also have arthritis and literally like i could hurt all the way from my elbow to the top of my you know, pointer finger. And it just radiates. It's, it can be very, very painful. So I can understand that maybe he really, maybe might have fractured something here or in his wrist and it would have fucked up his whole arm. It, it could have very well been both. Um, I, I put out a tweet today that, you know, really hit, you know, uh, when Kyle, when it looked like Kyle was going to get voted in, I was like, I don't feel bad for Kyle at all. <laughs> as soon as I seen Kyle's finger, I had to retweet, like, I feel a little bad for Kyle. I don't feel bad for Kyle. 
I I do feel a little bad for him. Um, he got smashed on pretty hard. Uh, is is not from a lack of heart at all. He went in there head up, but I mean, I feel bad for him because I think I think the elimination was rigged against him. I think he was fucked over by production. I'm gonna stand by that. The fact that they went back to back hall brawls gave Fessy two hall brawls. Like, and I think Kyle stands a chance with any of the other eliminations. I think Kyle wins every other elimination. Like, I honestly he wins think a little, he could. Um, uh, the one with the rope. I th- I think he I think he could. Now, I think, may, okay, I, I, I think it's possible in that one. I think the other ones, yes, he guarantees win. I think it's possible in that one. I think Hallbrawl, Fessy guarantee wins. I mean, just think about it. We all watch, all, I'm going to cut off topic for a second. We all watch All-Stars. And when they went to elimination and they looked and they told, they looked at Ace and Ace goes to his, his solo interview and they're like, oh, pole wrestle. Fuck you guys. Because he knows production set it up like that. <laughs> he knows that they chose to do it once they saw who was going into elimination. But mm-hmm. none of them. But, but the thing is, is, didn't both of them go, what's pole wrestle? No. Letarian said, what's pole wrestle? Just Letarian said that. Well, yeah. Which means he obviously Ace, does. A, a, Ace looked away. Ace looked away. And then there's a stat on it. Ace weighs like 30 pounds less than him. Okay, like, listen. That says nothing, though. Look at the difference between Kanisa and Kara. And then and Cara beat Anissa in a pole wrestle. Yeah, but that's no, but that's like, okay, first special. of all, she's jacked. Her biceps are like her best asset. She's way stronger she than Anissa. Have, she does have arms, like for days. Like but, but her, her muscle mass is is size she, size in females for pole wrestle, I don't think matters as much as it does guys. With the outlier of Laurel. I feel like Latarian and Ace were not that different in size. Maybe that's just no, me. It was like 30 to 40 pounds. Like Ace is like, Ace is like 175, 180 and Latarian's like 210. I just think, I think Latarian had a great strategy in how he did it. He was like, I, the power bump shot. That, but that sorry, sorry. Straight, like plunger. I got off topic. My point yeah. was, is that in that show, they're letting them kind of say things that they wouldn't let him say on the regular challenge. And the fact that he said, fuck you guys, it's that he knows how when they decide to do these eliminations. They're not mm-hmm. already on a script for one, two, three, four, five. It's when the guy gets nom- voted in, which brings up my next point. If I was Kyle, and I, you have to know this happens on the show, I would have said I want to be the house vote. Because if he's the house vote, that's a different elimination. I guarantee it. It's not Hall Brawl. It's something different. Because you don't know who's going in. Well, I mean, they, I just, did a, they just did the Very Hall they, they did a female yeah, Hall Brawl. you've been hitting today. Well, the- I'm just just think about it, though. Think about it. Why is it every time Leroy's voted in, it's a physical elimination? He's done like 13 eliminations or 15, and they're all physical. Every single one. Come on. They do like their physical eliminations, though, especially with men. Men get mostly the physical eliminations where women get most of the, the mental eliminations. Go, go back to Rivals 1, and we got... John A and Jasmine, who are like fighters, and they'll get in your face and rip your hair off and like bite your face and everything. And Sarah gets to goes to elimination, and Sarah gets a puzzle. Like, come on, there's there's no way that every season the stars just align all the time. That that doesn't make it did rare. Did Sarah or special. lose that elimination? Okay, she did. Okay, she did. Uh, uh, and in production defense, a little bit. CT has never seen a hall bro. True. CT, Which is fucking okay. mind-boggling. Okay, but to be fair, and I, I'm going to talk about this. Or I, a pole I, I, wrestle, if, if I can remember. Uh, no. Hang on a second. It doesn't matter because CT can be anybody in anything. 
Fair enough. I'm not going to argue with that. That's just like you can't propose. You can't show me an elimination, and I go, "Nah, CT doesn't have a chance." You can't pu- show me a single one in the history that I wouldn't think he has a chance. In. I was going to say, I think we talk about this. Uh, the the unbothered podcast that I was on, they talked about how they want to see certain eliminations back, and one of the eliminations they wanted really to come back was the backup off me or where the Johnny Bananas backpack one. And they're like, but they can't have another Johnny Banana situation where he was the backpack. I was like, never, nothing will ever be as iconic. No, nothing ever. Ever. But um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and um. Sorry, I got and, off topic. That's my bad. No, it's quite alright. Let's get the episode wrapped up. After the end of the episode, Fessy steals Casey. Shocker. Um, not. I'm sorry. Shocker. Not. Yes. Uh, Leroy picks Nani, which we all could have seen a million miles away. CT is going to be paired up with Amber, and these are going to be the teams, and they are going to the final. Do we feel like the right teams are in the final? You mean the right people? Or like, they're, what do you mean? Like, they're paired up well, the right well, way? Yeah, 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 the right people. Are the no. right people in the final? No. no. Who are we missing? Um, I think Wes would have been really good here. Like, I think it's a colder environment for a final. I think he could have done really well. Um, I also think that we're missing somebody like Natalie, who would have been great in this final. Dude, you know, situations are changing everything. I just, I just don't, I just don't think that Corey and Amber truly belong there. Uh, Amber won two finals again. Two, I'm, I'm two, sorry, two, two eliminations against the two smallest girls in the house. She can't, she was able to pick her opponents. Yeah, it was. She I mean, it beat was, who was placed in front of her. That's no, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, if 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 you have to go up against and you win against CT or Danny from Real World Austin, and you beat Danny, I'm not going to be as impressed. Davis beat Danny. Like everybody beat Danny. <laughs> I was going to say Danny was like one of the worst multi-season he's like, competitors ever. He's like zero and six in eliminations. He's pretty bad in eliminations. Pretty bad. Oh yeah. Lord, I'm so. F- but anyway, well, yeah. I don't know. That's going to. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you don't even want to ask my opinion. <laughs> I thought you were Malik, it. is it because I'm a when woman? You, when you laugh. Why are you a you, woman hater? Do you think everybody <laughs> has earned their right and deserves to be there in the final, Becky? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Corey because I felt like half of the time he couldn't compete because his partner sucked and they all got sent he home. He didn't compete his way into a final. He yeah. did not get to compete as much, but that wasn't his fault. He did win the last daily, though. So, I But he did win the no. last daily. He, Sometimes when Cam, you win, Cam counts. won the last daily. Sorry, Cam won the last daily. But he's he's a solid partner for a lot of his his <laughs> people. Agree. But he got put into eliminations a lot, and his partners just tanked. So that's not really his fault. But um, curse or no curse, at the end of the day, they lost their eliminations, and Corey's just sitting there like. But realistically, when Corey's a rogue agent that much, and he gets to sit out that much of the season. It's the same thing everybody bashes Hunter and Ashley for doing when they won their season. Well, they didn't get to, they didn't have to compete for, for six episodes. Well, Corey didn't compete for like four or three. So, I mean, I'm just saying he kind of skated his way there. I mean, you got, when, when you get there, you deserve to be there. That's, I, I hate saying you don't deserve to be there when you're there. But I think there are more deserving people, potentially. I don't think he skated his way there. I think he just got unlucky with the partners that he had. The fact that Natalie had to go home. I think that if Natalie hadn't went home, he would have been more in it because she wasn't going to get called into elimination and 
not get a gold skull. It was just not going to happen. I mean, she had her gold skull when she went home. But like nobody was going to beat her one on one. But, you know, she would have given every girl a run for their money. And her and Corey were great partners. So I think Corey. Just based on merit and what I saw of him this season, that he deserved it. I honestly want Fessy to go home. I'm sorry because he's so <laughs> annoying. So one question before we get out of here, based on sorry. what we was able to see this season, is the final going to suck? No. I think we're going to see a lot that. of flopping. I want to see who flops this, this final. I have an idea who I think will, but we'll see. I would say Corey, Fessy, Casey probably flops. I want to see who gets four. Amber, I Amber really flop too, because she flopped like, at that math thing, and that might really hurt her. But she's with Fessy, and Fessy's yeah, got a good math with... mind. No, she's paired with CT. Amber's Ooh. with CT. Amber. Mm, oh, I thought yeah, you were saying. Amber. I thought you said Casey. I apologize. Hang on. Who is the Casey? Who is the best partner for any of the females to have? In my opinion, is CT. I think he's the most CT's well-rounded the competitor. He's, he's the only, only champ. champ. Up there. And he's he's been to multiple finals, but on top of that, there's only the only reason. Hang on, if we're, if we're being honest right now, I want to say a couple of things. CT would already have six, seven, eight championship wins if it were not for other outlying factors that screwed him over. Simple as that. He would have had there's his first m- one if Easy hadn't passed the fuck out. No, no, he would he have had his, won Battle of the X's too. He, well, he could have won Battle of the X's. The only problem with that is he was too bulky, and the cold weather shut down his muscles. Like, it physically shut him down. Nothing he could have done. If that would have been in a hot weather climate, him and DM smoke everybody by hours, I believe. Also, they would have won Rivals 1 had Adam not thrown the, thrown the elimination. Um, totally he also, that Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, uh, yeah. He was just on a podcast. I forget the other guy's name that interviews all the people, but he, he doesn't admit to it, I guess. He does? Um, he admits to it? No, I said he, he doesn't admit to doing oh. what he did. Like, he doesn't admit to it. a lot of things Adam doesn't. And, uh, but, but, but like, but like he, CT also would have won, uh, I think on his rookie season. Um, I think it was, I forget what it was, but he could have, he could have won on his rookie season back on like, it was like Inferno one or something like that. Or was it badasses versus the good guys? No, no, no. It was, it was when he was rookie. It was a rookie. It was all real world people. He was with the, he was with the Miz and Coral and they lost in the final to Darrell and them. And it's hard to win against Darrell though. Yeah, fact. It was it was it, it was the season that that he eliminated Shane on the like cookies like when they were like oh CT your 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 six pack's gonna be gone after this and he's like Shane's gonna be gone after this. Like, <laughs> 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 All right, facts. Before we get out of here, I do want to share one thing with you guys. Check this out. Checking out. Okay, now it's gonna take a second because I gotta uh, I thought you were share just, my screen. I thought you were just gonna leave. <laughs> I was like, wait, is he gonna hang up? It sounds like something I would do. Uh so wait, are you wait, are you gonna share your screen or are you just gonna put something up later? No, no, I'm about, I'm about to share the screen. While you're sharing, can I tell everybody thank you for following us on TikTok? We hit over 300 followers in less than a month. Thank you guys for your support. Like, really appreciate it. Yay! Go. And if you're not a subscriber on TikTok or our YouTube channel, do it now. First of all, I just wanted to say what's up to my man, uh, MTV Malik. What is good? How you doing, bro? Uh, hope all is well, but it's not about him, all right? This is about his daughters, 
All right, so Rihanna, Kimora, Mia, India, just wanted to say what's up. Heard you guys are huge fans of mine. I really appreciate that. I appreciate the love. Um, so just wanted to give you guys some encouragement, some words of wisdom, uh, some fitness tips and motivations. Um, you know, and I, I want to pull from my stories of uh, prepping for Team USA uh, on the bobsled end of things. So first and foremost, first off, oh shit. <laughs> and foremost, my biggest uh, <clears throat> word of wisdom that I can give to you is trust and believe in yourself. Uh, first, focus on. He's going to make that apparent in just a moment. Uh -oh. Those who love you and block out all of the negativity, block out the naysayers. Um, because when you are preparing for something greater than uh, what you would like to settle for or what people around you would like you to settle for in life, you need to have that self-belief and you need to only tune in to the people who want your best interest at heart. And you need to tune out the people who want to see you fail and the people who don't want to see you succeed. Now, that's a whole nother conversation because it's tricky how to decipher uh, which from which. But when it comes to some fitness motivations and tips. The youngest is like 11. <laughs> fitness motivations and Let tips. the man get deep. You just got to get started and you got to stay consistent every single day. In preparation for Team USA, I had to put on over 50 pounds of muscle, um, you know, I don't know, the last time you saw me on yeah, TV, yeah, I was 150 Have you seen pounds. his Instagram stories? Uh, now I'm over he's 200 pounds, solid muscle, still kept legs. my endurance, like still kept all like, but now I'm much stronger. Um, you know, and in order for me to do that, I couldn't just sit back and be like, well, you know, I guess I'll gain 50 pounds and I'll do it. I had to do it the right way. Uh, you know, my tendons and ligaments, as muscles are growing, they take time to catch up. So I couldn't just gain 50 pounds in one month or two months or three months or four months, right? It was a whole transformation process to make sure that while I was building, I also wasn't injuring myself. So when it comes to your fitness journey, you just have to get out every single day and you gotta do something you need to be calculated with, but you can take zero days off. Even if your day off is just stretching, just mobility, just walking, mentally, you have to stay locked in every single day, even when you don't wanna do it because there's plenty of days where I don't wanna work out. Plenty of days where I'm waking up, I'm feeling sore, and I don't wanna do anything, whether it's with working out or whether it's with business, and I get up and I get the job done every single day, and that's what it takes to fully transform your body and fully transform your mind. So good luck with everything. Shout out to your father again, he's the man, uh, and I appreciate y'all, all the love and support that you guys send my way, always. Um, so thank you very much, and good luck with everything. Kick ass, y'all. All right, you got a great father. You got a great life ahead of you. Let's do this. I mean, it was motivating to me, to be honest. Like, I mean, they're no. I, I, I found it very motivating. It so did. Uh, so did Monet. Kids really loved it. Do you, do you know what so that, that motivates really cool. me to do? What's that? Get a pint of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Love the you, kids are going The kids are going out of town to go see uh, spend some time with their grandparents uh, in Florida. So I got them a little something before they uh, go out because you know they're very into their fitness and stuff. So that's really cool. Paulie is a, you know, good dude, good friend of the show. Love that guy. Love that guy. Um, All I got to say is he gains 50 pounds his way. I'll gain 50 pounds my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, definitely one of the more exciting episodes. Uh, a whole lot of fun talking about it. We're going to be here with you guys next week to go ahead and bring in the final 
also expect to hear about um you know hear some shit about uh uh all stars with us too uh we're currently working that out you should hear from us soon but with that said that's going to close us out for today tyler close us out man come on i ain't no one i ain't no antonio man i just got back i just got back out for vacation man you know what you should be doing you should here's the thing sorry go ahead what? No, 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 no. What are you gonna say? I was going to say, know. you have so many recordings of Antonio saying the same shit. The fact that you do not just record it and then pop it in at the end, I don't understand. It just saves a whole lot of time. He, he, no, he does. He does I sometimes. Does. I can pull it from everywhere. You know what? Another great episode of Potsters, okay? <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Be sure to check us out everywhere you guys get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Space Podcasts, Ground Pod, whatever's podcast, <laughs> we're there, okay? Check us out on YouTube. We're dropping videos on YouTube. We got new top 10s coming out very soon. We're on TikTok, new content every day. Check us out on Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere you can see us, we are there, except for right next to you, but we're, we're, we're everywhere else though, socially. Socially. Make sure you visit Make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com for all of your custom challenge gear. And make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your LWC podcast gear. Shout out to the Challenge Unbothered Yes, the Challenge Unbothered Facebook group, our home group. Love you guys. Miss you guys. Hopefully sometime soon we can get back to doing live. Just not right at this time. That's going to do it for us. See, see you guys later. Good night, pastors. Mm. Good night. You guys are going to get this first thing in the morning. Good morning, pastors. Listen to this part first, and then go back and listen to the beginning. Good morning. It really depends yeah, on when they're listening to it, too. If they're not listening in the morning, they're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>